All right, hello. <laughs> I looked at something on my notepad and it just threw me off. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about Godzilla versus King Kong. I have Alex on the show. We are going to be finishing this trilogy, even though it's got Kong Skull Island, which we kind of skipped, but <clears throat> I think that's fine. Uh, I want to remind you, we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Accessories, where you can save 15% off your first order using the code ITJUSTWORKSPOD in all caps. Thank you, Forever Grips Gaming Accessories, for sponsoring the show. Please go check them out. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at ITJUSTWORKSPOD. Once again, that is at ITJUSTWORKSPOD. Engage in the posts, questionnaires, or polls I do on there. Also, if you have any questions, concerns, or feedback, or even topic suggestions, be sure to DM me on there. That's enough for me, so let's go ahead and cue that intro. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us. We are talking about Godzilla versus King. Oh, they just called Godzilla versus Kong. Um, a movie that was delayed a whole year, almost entirely, and it was worth the wait. Alex is joining me on the show today. Alex, how are you doing today, man? I am extremely tired, but I'm here. Tired, ugh, I get you. Um, I passed out. So I was recording a different podcast yesterday with Brandon and Brian. And I, I think they left the house at five and I laid down at like 545 and literally passed out to like 1130 last night. <laughs> so great. And then I was up till two in the morning, fell back asleep till 5am and then got up at six. So good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, was I was up, I was up till one, uh, watching better call Saul. Oh, is that a good show? Yeah. If you've seen breaking bad, it's, uh, it's nice. Nice. Um, have you played any video games this week? If so, what have you played? Uh, I have played uh, literally just Morrowind. You playing with mods, or are you just literally going through the war? Yeah, I was uh, playing with a Rise of the House Telvani mod, mm-hmm. where you become the Archmagister of the Great House of Telvani in Morrowind, and you can do a bunch of other quests. Nice. I actually was playing some Elder Scrolls myself. Um, I finished the... Uh, well, I was playing Skyrim. I should just go ahead and say Skyrim, not even Elder Scrolls, because I'm always playing Skyrim. Uh, I finished the College of Winterhold questline. I, I didn't realize that the last time I played Skyrim, which was like a week and a half ago, I was literally at the last dungeon for the last quest. <laughs> I didn't realize, like, I was right there. I just needed to finish it real quick. Um, so I finished that. And uh, I've been playing Skyrim because it got the FPS boost on the consoles, so it runs at 1080p flawlessly and 60 frames and almost never drops. Uh, that game really uh, holds on its own. I mean, the game came out in 2012. The Legendary Edition came out in 2017, 18, I want to say. And that game just looks amazing. After all these freaking years, man. Oh, stupid air freshener. I got to just fucking throw that thing away. <laughs> yeah, it uh, looks amazing. It does. It looks amazing, man. And it really holds up. And I was like showing Brandon real quick yesterday, you know, with the frame rate, and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude. It looks good on my monitor. Uh so I was playing that. Uh, I was playing season six of Halo MCC where they added 
uh, Fire Team Ravens armor sets, which was a it's a Halo arcade game you can play at Dave and Buster's, and they added ODSC armor sets to Halo Three that had like backpacks, you know, ammo pouches, just w- really good armor customization. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, they added a brand new game mode called Escalation Slayer to Halo Reach to uh, two anniversary in Halo Four. And if you've played Arms Race or Gun Game, so Gun Game from Call of Duty or Arms Race for uh, CS:GO, it is literally the same thing but in Halo, and it is so much fun. I highly recommend it to anyone out there. It's worth jumping on just for that. It's a really good game mode, and I'm kind of irritated they didn't promote it more or give it its own playlist because I could literally see myself playing that for hours on end. So that was cool. And then I was playing some Pokemon for yesterday's episode, which you'll hear soon. Yeah, sounds like that's a better <clears throat> game mode than uh, uh, Fiesta. Honestly, it is. And what's cool is you can adjust the settings on it. So like if I assassinate you, you drop back a weapon. Or if I stick you with the one plasma I spawn with, you drop back a weapon. Mm. You can also do uh, mixed weapon sets or you can do UNSC only or Covenant only. It's really fucking smart. And it's the other thing that's irritating about it since they keep giving so much customization to Halo 3, even a brand new multiplayer map, is... Why wouldn't you put that game mode on Halo 3? For some reason, it's not on Halo 3 right now, or Halo 1. So I hope they change that. Anywho, that's enough for video games. We are here to talk about Godzilla versus Kong, and we want to jump into that now. Um, I watched it three times. I watched it once on my phone, and then hours later that same day, I watched it in the movie theaters, which was fucking amazing. And then I watched it on Saturday on my TV. Excuse me. Uh, this movie, when it got announced, I was really excited for because I thought Kong Skull Island, in terms of Kong himself, was really fun. Like I enjoyed his scenes. Um, so most of the human scenes actually weren't even that bad either in that movie. Um, I just thought it was a really fun movie, uh, Skull Island. And you know, after like Peter Jackson's King Kong and Skull Island, like I really grown to like the character, considering it's just a giant. Gorilla? Like, there's nothing else about? Huh? Mm, Monkey. Mm, Monkey. (laughs) Um, So I was really excited to see Godzilla versus Kong. Um, I feel like the outcome was extremely, like, beyond predictable. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't say that in a derogatory way. Um, The movie lived up to my expectations. I'm really happy, and we'll jump into it. But, uh, Alex, what was your first thoughts, you know, watching the film? Uh, you know, if they went the 2014 route where it actually had a good human story, it would have uh, piqued my interest, but I wish, uh, they focused a little bit more on that and maybe, uh, some more monster fighting. That was my initial take, but I've only seen it once. Yeah. See, the, the thing is, is like you know, after I watched King of the Monsters again, and then we recorded our, you know, podcast on that, I really, really didn't like the fact that they had so much monster fights. So I feel like, because they became, because I thought about it too, after we recorded the episode, like some of the fights became bland. Like they were kind of like the same thing twice. Yeah. And so it was really tough, right? So 2014 doesn't have enough fighting technically. And then 20. Uh, you know, King of the Monsters has 
honestly like too much fighting because it becomes the same fight. And then this movie, I thought kind of did it right. There wasn't too much fighting. And then the, the human story, when it happened, they kind of just got through it though. You knew the surface details, you knew what you had to know. And that was it. They moved the fuck on to something else. And I kind of really, really liked that. I didn't really want a deep story with this. And, and I feel like the main story we did get was the hollow earth with Kong. And I thought that was amazing. I, you know, I know you were, before we recorded this, you're talking about some jokes that they made that kind of, um, you know, threw you off a little bit from the rhythm of the, you know, what they were doing with the movie. Like it, not that it's a super serious movie, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you know, let's get rid of the Marvel jokes. Um, I still thought the hollow earth stuff was really cool. Yeah, I did too. It's uh, interesting. My wife, Megan, was like, how the fuck is this in even the hollow earth? <laughs> Dude, right? She's like, she's like, how is there light down there? <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. So it's uh, basically the way they're basically showing this hollow earth is it's a planet inside a planet. And it somehow yeah. has its own sun. Yeah. I didn't like the... Um, because they went into the hollow earth before in King of the Monsters with a Godzilla. Oh, yeah, well, with his underwater kingdom, essentially. Yeah, I didn't like the like transportation aspect of it, like how they were like, freaking going through light speed down there. Pretty much. Uh, I get it, but... I don't know. I really liked it. I, I liked it just because I feel like they put a lot of thought into the vehicles though, that they used to get down there. Like it didn't necessarily feel that far fetched with the technology they were using. Oh, that's another thing that bothers me. I mean, I get like the technology in the older Godzilla films are like advancing all the time, mm-hmm. but like they're advancing at extreme pace uh like from Godzilla 2014 to Kong like like massive technology technology leaps yeah for humankind what well, is true i guess in like 5 years they literally got a mecha godzilla so mecha godzilla anti gravitational uh vehicles. vehicles uh a the uh, kaiju containment centers. <laughs> oh yeah, the whole like monarch outpost and stuff, and now we have like a fake Skull Island on Skull Island. Like I'm like, okay, dude, that is pretty crazy. Well, you know, yeah. they had to adapt. They got some Einsteins, especially with all those people dying. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically the beginning of the movie is Godzilla just annihilates the Apex Center in Florida. Because he knows that they're building a Godzilla. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, it kind of, I don't know. I really liked this Godzilla because he was kind of, I wouldn't say peaceful because he still murders shit, but he wasn't necessarily outright an enemy. And like they kind of did make him that in this one, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, what he does to China at the end is pretty <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's it's tough because I really thought he was more of a good 
giant lizard in this uh, franchise, but they told... I, I mean, look at what happens in King of the Monsters. He wants nothing to do with the humans. Like, he doesn't mind them at all. Like, not even a little bit. Like, he's not killing any of them. Uh, I think... I mean, well, who knows? There are probably people that did die in Boston because of <clears throat> his fight with King Adora. But other than that, like, he literally never engaged with them or destroyed any of their shit. Um... And then in this one, he's literally like hunting them essentially because he knows what they're doing. Yeah. Well, you think like Monarch and the governments would be like, oh, they're attacking those facilities. He's attacking cities with that facility in there. Like, yeah, like it's extremely specific. You, you think it, they'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, what are you guys doing? Because Godzilla never really attacked until now. So that is true. Like, why would no one question that? Um, yeah, except I, a kid and some conspiracy theorist. Yeah, and then I'll also say this because Eric, the casual gamer, wanted to be on the show, kind of. Um, he thinks it's dumb that Godzilla always knows what's going on, right? So mm-hmm. he knows that Kong is on the move. He knows that Godzilla is being made. He knew that King Adora was... Well, King Adora is different. I mean, that bitch fucking roared so loud. Of course, Godzilla heard it. Yeah, it roared so loud, woke up everybody else. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So do you think it's, like, too far-fetched that Godzilla knows what's going on? Or is that kind of... I mean, to me, it's kind of like his shtick. Like, he just... He can sense it. Um, there is, in, in our real world, in the early 2000s or something... Oh, bless you, Nana. I'm going to hear my grandma sneezing in the background. Um, you can hear... Uh, it's called the blip. It's something that happened in the ocean, but it was a noise is a frequency that was so powerful. People in the Arctic's, you know, a scientist in the Arctic areas and then people down South all heard it. Like mm-hmm. it literally traveled around the entire world. This one sound you can look it up too. It's absolutely terrifying. And maybe Godzilla just, his hearing or his senses, like maybe he could just hear that shit. I don't know. <clears throat> the noise that Mecha Godzilla makes too is pretty loud. Well, whales can communicate up to 10,000 miles. Jesus. With low frequencies. I just looked it up because I knew they could communicate that far. Yeah. But I didn't know the exact number. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I just, so whales, like, Godzilla is like, you know, 10 times shit, bigger than a whale. Shit ton more than like 30 whales, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, get, I thought you had more to say. Than, <laughs> he's just, Alex is just smiling at me right now. <laughs> um, prove it. No, I think point is proven. I I, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was still a good you know question to ask. Um, so hopefully Eric is satisfied with the answer because I'm kind of with you on that. Um, I think we should get the human story out of the way real quick. And then we'll move on to each fight scene and then the hollow arts if you want one more time. So the podcaster guy is cool. He's whatever. Uh, you know, his wife passed away, so all he can really do is focus on kaijus and what Apex is doing. He knows they're up to something. He kind of works for them too, so that's why he knows. Um, so he's investigating that. 
of course, Millie Bobby Brown's character just had to be in the movie. So her and the fucking big kid from Deadpool 2 are, are um, you know, friends and they go find the podcast guy, Kyle Chandler, you know, Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown's dad, and he's in it. He's a horrible father. He's a horrible father. Um, so the one time you tell your kid to go home and she does, she actually gets in way, 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 way more danger. Um, the guy, the leader of Apex, he's whatever. He's like the typical B-rated movie villain. Um, Alex Skarsgård is apparently the human multi-tool. <laughs> apparently this dude who used to be an explorer of the hollow earth with his brother also knows how to fucking fly anti-gravity vehicles. He knows how to lead a whole expedition with a fucking giant ape. Um, he just, and you know what? he's just the Jack of all trades, man. He knows how to do it all. He knows how to bring Kong back to life. As King of the monsters would say, Kong is juiced. The Kong is juiced. Yeah. looks like Kong's been working out brother. <laughs> Uh, I still liked his character, actually. Uh, Alex Skarsgård, he's a good actor. Um, Then we had Rebecca Hall as the doctor who's been studying Kong for 10 years but didn't know he knew sign language. Um, And then the little girl, I don't know the actress's name. It's her first ever movie credit. Um, I thought she was fine. Uh, The little girl communication, that's just like that's your typical King Kong um, type of story. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, But I, you know what I didn't like? And apparently he's in the graphic novel before this is Ken Sarazawa's son um, mm. who's in the film and dies. <laughs> he, you know, um, did you not even know that was his son? Mm. Oh yeah. That's, uh, it's like, uh, Ro- not Rory, uh, something with an R I think Sarazawa, but that's literally Ken Sarazawa's son or not Ken. Is it Ken? Yeah. His name is Ken. It's also Ken Watanabe too. It's weird. But yeah, Dr. Serizawa's son is the one that's controlling Mechagodzilla. He's the one that helped make it and then also dies at the end. So I'm glad we brought in Serizawa's son to just be a villain for two seconds and then die. Seemed like a wasted character there. He got overloaded on hentai porn. (laughs) Yeah. But someone did bring up a point in the review for the movie like, when he's looking at Godzilla destroy Florida, like the look he kind of gives him is kind of cool. Cause it's like, he knows that his dad died to bring the fucking Godzilla back. So <laughs> I guess he hates him for that. I don't fucking know, but I don't know. He just seems like a wasted character. We have Isaac Gonzalez as the villain's daughter. Who's whatever she, she's about the most useless fucking character ever. Um, and that's it. That's the human story. Good stuff. Just, you know, they're there. But would you like to add more to well, well, all of that? Uh, Eleven and the Deadpool kid. Uh, I don't like how they just throw coffee on like a keyboard and it like stops Mechagodzilla's attack on Kong for a second. Eric said the same thing. I mean, if I pour liquid on this computer right now, it's going to fuck up the computer pretty bad. Yeah. Too. So why wouldn't it do that to a supercomputer? The supercomputer is the same fucking thing as what I got in front of me. But they lost control of Mechagodzilla. Oh, is that right? And he bursted out of that facility. That would have, like, completely 
destroyed the power grid right there. Oh. It would have been crazy, too, to see him, like, put his tail into, like, Kong's shoulder and, like, kind of fuck it up real quick. Right. Before Godzilla kind of helps him out. Um, all right. Yeah. So do you have any more to add to the human sword before we get into the first big fight scene? No. Okay, so this is another one that Eric, the casual gamer, had a problem with. So I'll, this is, like, the last thing that he, like, had a gripe with. He's not even a Godzilla fan, by the way, so... It was really fun watching this movie with him because he's just sitting there judging it the whole time. <laughs> he was just happy to be back at the theaters. Uh, he thought the boat fight scene was absolutely stupid and ridiculous. And honestly, I agree with him. These, if Godzilla and King, well, King Kong is apparently is only like 150 tons or something like that. Mm-hmm. Godzilla is like way fucking heavier than him, like by a long shot. Because I was, um, I got into a heated discussion with my uncle and Eric about them taking King Kong with helicopters um, to the Arctics, which they they never saw the original Godzilla versus King Kong, but they did the same thing with balloons, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is stupid. But I just thought the boat fight scene was really dumb because it's kind of like Ghidorah and Godzilla in the ocean. You're not going to beat Godzilla in the water. It's almost impossible. Like he would have fucking killed Kong right there. Um, I didn't care for it. The visuals are nice though. And then of course, when they're shooting the rockets to distract Godzilla and it plays like the, like the, the choir again, like the 2014 Mm -hmm. halo drop. I thought that was cool. You know, there's a lot of cool moments in it, but it's still like, like really we chose that as a set piece for them to fight. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. And the way like they're standing up in the water, it just doesn't, well, it's kind of a good point Eric made too, though. He's like, how are they always able to stand in the water? I'm like, I don't know. Because like, even as big as Godzilla is, he can't stand in the water. Oceans. Yeah. So like, it's just kind of a loophole, I guess. Like, it's like, we all know that it's ridiculous. So I guess it's not question it. I don't know. I mean, I guess it is a giant lizard and a giant monkey fighting. So logic kind of goes out the window. That is literally what I tell Eric or anyone else that has a problem with these movies. I'm like, you do realize it's a giant lizard that can breathe fucking atomic breath and the monkey that has an axe. <laughs> like, monkey. Um, is there anything else you want to add to that uh, water scene? Or you kind of just... How, how does that boat not sink? You mean they're both standing on it? Yeah. I, I think it would have been like... <laughs> straight titanic part two (laughs) yeah like not even king kong on it even just godzilla standing on it it would have fucking sink like i don't get that at all like it would have been cooler if when godzilla tried to get on it he brought it down right by throwing his weight on it when he's like crawling at first would have been dope for him to like bring it down and fucking take kong with him that would have been way cooler believable i don't know so Oof. first fights kind of uh, whatever and then he fucks up King Kong anyways <laughs> like, right. he annihilates him um, almost kills him again uh, right there in the beginning so that was fun and then so after this um, we got a bunch of exposition um, with you know the podcaster and I forget the character's name and the actor's name but he, you know he's a very good actor Um uh, we got Eleven and Deadpool Kid. They're investigating the old Apex facility. And apparently 
Godzilla didn't completely destroy it, which is weird. Well, I guess he destroyed the Mecha Godzilla stuff, so he said, I'll leave. But they find that, you know, in sub-level 33, there, that there is an underground tunnel that goes to China from Florida. This is something that, you know, Elon Musk and other people want to do in real life. So I thought it was actually, like, kind of cool to see, like, an imagining of it, right? I mean, I know it's probably not logical, but I thought it was really fun to see. Of of course, them being in a pod with skull crawler eggs is, of course, what happens. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> like, of course. Right. Um, you know, I just think what, like, really allows me to not give a shit about the unlogical stuff of this film is just the visuals. Like, I think everything looks so good. I'm like, damn, dude, Athena could open doors now. That was Megan. No, I know. I was just looking over for a second and I didn't see, I didn't see her. I just saw the door closing. I'm like, dude, it's an alien room signs. They're behind you. Um, yeah. She's watching her friend's kids right now. Oh, cool. Sorry, podcast listeners. Oh, you could barely hear the kids. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so that happens. And then we see, you know... Okay, well, here's the problem, actually. Another problem that I hear from people, and I'll bring it up to you and, and the listeners. So people really don't like that Godzilla... Or they just randomly take King Kong on the fucking giant net with, like, 20 helicopters. My thing is, okay, sure, the net, you know, like, okay, they just had this ready, right? Well, yeah, they make monarch outposts. They, so they clearly carry these monsters around um, after they, you know, um, sedate them. But the thing is, too, if Kong's only 158 tons, then I think 20 helicopters really could take him. I think it would be way more difficult than they present it, but I don't think it's entirely out of the question. Yeah, I think they were just paying homage to the older films. Well, that's the problem with this movie, right? There's they so should much have had that, balloons. That would have been fucking hilarious. Um, that's the problem, though, is like so many people don't understand those references. They're literally paying homage to the original film. And uh, so they're over here like dissecting it and analyzing it. Um, which is funny, though, going back and watching the original way they took him in the old movie. Oh, my God, it's so bad. <laughs> oh, that fight scene. It's hard to get through. Which one? The right after the helicopter scene. Like Godzilla will not shut up <laughs> in the older film. Uh, He's like throwing rock or Kong oh, throwing rocks at him. Yeah. Dude, those movies are ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get Kong to the Arctics and he wakes up. He's like, what the fuck? And they basically, through the little girl, tell him that he could potentially have more family and that door leads to the hollow earth. Of course, Kong knows what it is. So he's like, I'm out, bitches. And they follow him into anti-gravity vehicles. And once again, the visuals here just look fucking insane, especially when they go through this little like wormhole. Uh, I just thought it was so well done. Um when they get there, they have to gain control of their vehicles. Of course, they wait to the last minute because it's a movie for them to regain that control before they both just blow up. <laughs> so they're going through the hollow earth and it looks fucking insane. It looks just about as you could ever really imagine it, to be honest. In my, you know, in my opinion, that's what I would imagine a hollow earth to look like. Uh, then we got the two uh, snake bats. Um, 
the fight King Kong real quick. That was a dumb fight. He just slaughters them. And then, eats them. Oh, and eats one of them. Eats their heads and their guts. That was insane. Um, what did you think of the whole Hollow Earth stuff? So we could just, you know, skip between it real quick. So, you know, Kong gets his axe. He activates the axe. Like, what do you think of all that and Godzilla shooting his atomic breath to the Hollow Earth because he knows what they're doing? Uh, it was cool, but I hate how Godzilla just, like, shoots a giant hole through the Earth. I just, I think it would take longer than that. <laughs> going through bedrock and all that. You don't think that's like a testament to how powerful his atomic breath is? Maybe, but shooting a hole and then you, do you think that would like cause a giant gravitational shift between See, I think I think it would cause more problems him doing it than it being believable that he did it, right? So if it's a hollow earth, then there's not that much bedrock that you think there is, right? Yeah, but you think magma would be coming up before, you know, the hollow earth or magma falling down. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, honestly, after you discussing it like that, yeah, I, maybe they should have put more thought into that. Yeah. I mean, it was um, a cool scene. Yeah, I'm over here just fanboying going, oh my God, do it. Do it, Godzilla. And I and I hate how Godzilla like charges up the the axe. I mean, the, the fight scene with Mecha Godzilla was cool, but like, oh, we haven't got to that yet. Yeah, hold on, Jesus Christ, we were gonna get there, and I didn't realize you'd have a problem with that, but we'll get there. Um, so yes, you know, after Isaac Gonzalez and her character dies, King Kong and the other survivors go back up the hole that um, Alex (laughs) Godzilla just made. And then we get the second fight with Godzilla and King Kong. Um, It's kind of a, like a draw more like they, they kind of, they even reference it as a round in the movie when Alex Skarsgård comes up, he's like, Oh, it looks like Kong takes round two, which it's cheesy, but it is true. Like he kind of just, they both kind of did nothing in round two and then, quote unquote round three, I feel like Godzilla fucks him up, dude. <laughs> like I mean he kind of does. He almost kills him because they have to blow up the little machine to bring him, you know, uh, bring yeah. up his heart his heart rate. Um one of the things I think the reason why I love this film so much is because of how they portray Godzilla and how he's so aggressive and good at his fight, you know, his combat. He doesn't have to necessarily rely on the uh, fire or the atomic breath and the reason why i say that is because like in the high sea era obviously these are people in suits so like they can't be as badass as the animation today but it always felt like godzilla just kind of relied on the breath and that was it mm-hmm. whereas this one it's like no i'm gonna fuck you up with my tail i'm gonna tackle you through a building and then at that moment when he dislocates kong's shoulder and then Kong's like crawling away and he's literally on all fours crawling towards him and like very aggressively and then scratching him. I just thought that was a badass scene, man. Um, you're smiling. What do you have to say? It just reminded me of a, a fight between my cat and dog. <laughs> well, they are animals. Yeah. My, my dog being Kong and my cat being Godzilla scratching. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
was it Valerie versus Athena? I don't think Rambo, no. Rambo doesn't fight Athena, does he? He aggressively grooms her. Oh. He doesn't like it when she tries to get away from his grooming, so he'll put his claw on her lip and drag her to back to him. Jesus Christ. That's a little aggressive. He's uh, an aggressive love bug. Yeah, I guess so, huh? <laughs> Uh, he likes it rough or, well, he likes to give it rough. Um, so yeah, when it comes to this fight scene with Godzilla versus King Kong, well, it's their last fight scene. What'd you, what'd you think of it? It was good. Um, I feel like it was a little bit quicker than what he would normally be fighting. Cause it was like kind of slowed down in King of the Monsters and, uh, Godzilla 2014. Mm-hmm. Like it was a little bit quickened. Uh, in in their movements. I mean, Kong being a monkey. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if you noticed it, but like Godzilla seemed faster. Oh, super fast. Yeah. But you don't think that could be could just because he was not only brought back to life with essentially with the nuke from the previous movie, but also Mothra giving her the rest of her essence into him that he's just like basically I hate to say this right now, but pretty much juiced up. Like he's just like, you know, I mean, he's extremely healthy. There's nothing wrong with him. Kind of, but like when he was, uh, going thermonuclear, uh, in King of the monsters, he was still like slow when kind of stoic. Yeah. Like I think, he was a little bit faster in King of the Monsters, and then he's like extremely fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, in this movie, he's like super fucking fast. <laughs> like, yeah. his, his tail whip, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Um, so you just think they just decided to do it for the hell of it? or? Yeah, I mean, it looked good. It's just different from the other two movies. Uh, not saying different is bad, uh, but. I think they were trying to uh, speed it up a little bit, get through a lot of the fighting scenes. Yeah, that makes it seems sense. Like even th- yeah, it seems like even though they enjoyed making them, they still wanted to like get through them as fast as possible. Yeah, like not rushed, but like a little bit of hustle. Yeah. What did yeah. you think of all the close-ups of like Godzilla's face and then like King Kong? Like they did a lot of like facial expressions on these monsters where they normally don't, I would say. You didn't like it? No, nah, not really. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm just well, curious. On, on King Kong, uh, it's, I liked it. Well, King Kong, like, yeah, King Kong is the exception. He's always had that. And yeah. They, and they, once again, just did it right. But you didn't like Godzilla's? No. Like him chuckling, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. Um... Mechagodzilla, the last part of the film. Um, before we get into the very last fight and like Mechagodzilla, uh, what would you think of Mechagodzilla just like basically, you know, with Sarazawa's son just annihilating that skull crawler? I liked it. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> I feel like uh, Eleven and Deadpool Kid and conspiracy theorist guy should have definitely, one of them should have died. You really want somebody to die in these films? Odd armor, man. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, it would probably be the Deadpool kid. That would have been a good. That would have been cool though for him to die. Like, oh shit! But uh, yeah, it adds more weight to the film. Like you see a bunch of random people dying, but never really a main character. Yeah, that's true. Because in the last one, Sarazawa sacrificed himself, and the mom who fucked up everything for the world, uh, she she died. And the doctor that Sarazawa worked with too at the beginning in the Arct- in Antarctica. Mm, yep. And that was pretty intense, actually, because we're like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, they didn't really even acknowledge it after that. Besides yeah. once. Yeah. Uh, did you like how they added a new twist to Mechagodzilla with uh, King Ghidorah's skull and Mechagodzilla? I loved it. Yeah, I liked it, too. I loved it because it, it basically made, like, it... Talk about unlogical or like, uh, like okay, guys, like this is something they did that you can actually believe in, because basically King Ghidorah, or you know, this Ghidorah head basically took over the fucking Mecha Godzilla, and I thought that was so badass. I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I really, really loved that part. Well, the, like the idea of that, and then obviously it kind of gets some of its scream back too. I mean, it makes sense for what Ghidorah can do with his regeneration and being so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was amazing. Very fucking massive hats off to them because in their own weird fucked up way, this is kind of like Mecha King Ghidorah too, though. Like they don't have to worry about that character, I would say now. Right. Um, well, they're done making films, aren't they? Um this movie did so good because of, you know, it being the only movie to watch right now and COVID COVID and people saying hashtag continue the MonsterVerse. Uh, legendary pictures came out the other day or the, the, the CEO of legendary pictures came out, I think yesterday or the day before and said, we have many plans for other films. So good. Uh, good. Hold on. Did you say good? I think they need to stop this stuff. Really? Yeah, I don't want to see any more. Oh, I would like to see at least Gigan show up. Gigan or Destroya. I think it would have to be Destroya. But does that mean Godzilla dies in Destroya? I don't know, dude. I don't really want that fool to die. I don't want to cry again. Well, I mean, they already (laughs) dropped the oxygen bomb on Godzilla and King of the Monsters. So it could be be mutated out in... uh, the ocean somewhere and or in a lab like they did in uh the original film i believe or yes uh king Ghidorah uh doing his call because uh gigan is also a alien creature he could speed through the cosmos and come fight godzilla because he heard king Ghidorah's call yeah I think Gigan would be pretty crazy. Oh, that, if they make him look like uh, Final Wars Gigan, that'd be fucking insane, dude. That is a really good design too for him. Like, a, yeah, complete. I mean, design. besides like the clamp ones, like I still like his uh, scythes. Yeah, he's Scyther. There you go, Scyther. Um. Yeah, I mean, Guy Game would be cool. I wouldn't mind seeing Giris, uh just kind of show up. 
he could just be one of the Titans they just didn't talk about, but you know, he was there maybe to help him fight Geigen. Um, well, let's before we get into what we'd like to see, since you know, if they potentially make more, we'll get into it. Uh, Mecha Godzilla, uh, what do you think of Mecha Godzilla's design? It was cool. I didn't like his hands. I hate the hands. I like everything else. Yeah, and I think uh, his. I think he could have looked a little bit more menacing on the head. So maybe like a top dorsal fin or whatever. Uh, top fin, like Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like all the way up top. And he could have looked uh, a little bit more meaner, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, even more, like, more menacing, <clears throat> I should say. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's, you're not wrong. I mean, his face is about as generic as you can get. Um, I still like it, but I do agree with you. Like, why not make it more menacing, especially with like how evil these guys wanted to be really. Um, what did you think of the fight scene between Godzilla versus Mecha before Kong shows up? I liked it. He was fucking him up. Like it was like part monster and part human, like with the fight moves. Mm-hmm. Like I think uh, he like pins Godzilla and he just starts kneeing the shit out of him in his uh, ribs. Yeah. And that'd be like kidney shot uh, equivalent to a kidney shot for us. So like that would put anybody down. Yeah. I I think they watched a lot of MMA for this. Oh yeah. I know. I agree with you. I mean, some of the fight scenes are pretty look, just look like giant humans fighting. Yeah. Which is basically what they do since they do motion capture. Um, it was fucking crazy when he basically tried to do like the same kill move that Godzilla does where he opens him up. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh fuck dude. Like this is about to happen right now. And then Kong shows up and says, what's up dude monkey here. Um, so that ax is literally useless unless it's powered up, which a part of me thinks it's kind of dumb, but at the same time, it's not though. It's just a dorsal fin. Um, unless it's powered up. Why would it do anything? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, what kind of fucking metal does uh, Mechagodzilla have that can withstand all that punishment, like, besides the axe? Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that so right now, because it's not like it's fucking vibranium or something from, like, Marvel. <laughs> I don't know. It's adamantium. <laughs> yeah, there's fucking Wolverines inside, and Hugh Jackman's the one controlling the Mecha. Um, I don't know. That could be another thing that's like, eh, I don't know, dude. Especially when they both grab its arms. Like, how do they not rip it off? Uh, right. Arm, you know, with how yeah. strong they are. Huh. They could have taken, like, a couple lines to explain the metal on it, and I would have been, then you wouldn't have to worry about that. But, yeah, like, I don't think, I don't think whatever metal they have in this story could stop these two Titans from not ripping that thing apart with their bare hands. Yeah. They could have just explained it a little bit better. Oh. Uh. Like, oh, a comet fell from the sky and it was Godzilla Adamantium. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they could have done something like that, I guess. Um, Godzilla's poop is actually made out of metal. Right. Godzilla might. <laughs> Godzilla might. Uh, what did you think of, you know, uh, Godzilla powering up the axe for King Kong? I liked it. I liked it, too. I didn't like the other fight scene where he's like shooting the axe with the 
the beam. I mean, I guess they had to do it for story point, but like even after watching the film, you still didn't like it. No, because like straight line down, just Meryl with the beam. I mean, you saw how fast they're moving. Why is he so slow with the freaking beam? That thing would be cutting things to pieces. Mm, that's true. I didn't really think about that before. Especially, I think, in one of the scenes where he's destroying a city, he's like, shoots through like a shit ton of buildings with it. Yeah. I guess that's just kind of like a hard thing to film, I guess. And maybe it was tough for them. Like, they didn't know what they wanted to really do with it. Because, you know, they're, I mean, dude, no matter what, Godzilla would kill Kong. There's yeah, nothing Kong it, can really do. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, Visually, that part, they would have told that fight better. Yeah, like Kong's blocking mm-hmm. the beam, like center body mass instead of like up in the air, like, hey, shoot my axe, not me. You know, the one thing that would stop the axe from going to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, yeah, because he's literally holding it like above his head instead of like right here, like you're saying. Yeah, that's funny. Godzilla can be like, I'm just going to shoot you in the chest now. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense, though? <laughs> it does make sense, but I think at the same time, though, because in this film, the way it's portrayed, Godzilla's beam being so slow for whatever reason in this moment. I mean, King, King Kong could have just been like this and bring it down with him. So maybe maybe that dorsal fin really does like attract the beam, though. I don't know maybe. how that would make sense, but maybe that's just what they were thinking and people wouldn't question it, I guess. I don't know. But if it doesn't attract the beam, then yeah, Godzilla could have just moved his head down and called it a day. Yeah, he could have <laughs> so, cut that monkey in half. Real quick. <laughs> uh, what did you think of just you know Kong getting the final uh, hits on this Mecha Godzilla? I liked it. I liked the monkey, the gorilla scene where he's like, bah. yeah, <laughs> monkey in a zoo beating up his <laughs> dude little chimp brother <laughs> yeah he just fucking annihilated him um and then of course like their last standoff did you think that was dumb or uh before godzilla goes back into the ocean no i think it was all right um uh, better than freaking like kong bowing to him oh yeah that wasn't gonna happen thank god that would have been dumb. What happened to all the other monsters, too? They're just like... It's like, so trip. funny you say that, Alex, because that is actually the biggest problem I have with this film. Journey to the center of the Earth? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like the monsters. literally none of them could show up. Not even one. Like even Not even like cannon fodder. Like one of them just dies. I don't fucking know. Like, I thought like that Rodan? Was, yeah, actually just Rodan. He could have showed up. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was kind of dumb, to be honest with you. Or the Mothra egg, maybe it hatches again. Maybe it's already a Mothra again. I don't know. But I think that is a massive plot hole in the film. <laughs> yeah. Like Even if a few monsters showed up, like Mechagodzilla wouldn't have done shit. Besides maybe kill one of them. Which would have been maybe, fine, too. Maybe they all went to Monster Island. Oh, God. There's no way that's in this film. Or this franchise. Fucking baby Godzilla is there. Telepathic baby Godzilla. It was yeah. all a dream. Oh my god. Dude, did you know 
super, super off topic, different movie. Did you know that baby Godzilla Jr. actually comes back to life after Godzilla dies from Destroya? That that's what he did when he bent down and like gave him that orange essence. Mm. He brings him back to life. I didn't know that until a week ago. I was I looking up a bunch of Godzilla. A long time. Well, I watched the scene again and cried again. Um, but I actually looked up like Godzilla lore and stuff, and like no, like that Godzilla Junior actually does continue on. However, it is not the Millennium Godzilla. It just <laughs> in the high sea era, Godzilla is alive. It's baby Godzilla. God, I fucking love that movie so much. What I'd give for like a remake of it and with this new Godzilla without him dying at the end. Um, okay. So yeah, like I said, CEO of legendary says, well, hold on. I am so sorry, everyone. Let me, let me finish. So if you were to rate Godzilla versus King Kong, what would you give it? Um, uh, out of 10. Seven out of ten. I'd give it an eight out of ten, and the main reason why I give it an eight out of ten, I wouldn't bump. I wish I could give it a nine because I'm really happy with what we got. But I think them Adam Wingard not wanting to do a post credit scene was dumb. Like I just wanted a little bit more of Godzilla at the end. Like what is he doing now? Like what what's the game plan here? Can we tease the next monster so we can leave it open to that next monster? Because everyone's thinking destroy it just like you. Um, so the post credit scene actually just got put into the film as a regular scene. And it's literally just Kong at the hollow earth monitoring station. Uh, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that at all. He's the king of the hollow earth. That's ba- That's pretty badass. If you ask me, I just still would have liked the movie to actually finish on Godzilla, but obviously this movie was kind of a Kong movie too, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for that movie. But in terms of, what they could potentially do um, besides Gigan, Is there anything else you'd like to see? Gigan and Destroya are very obvious for us, but is there anything else you'd like to see that maybe would be believable for this legendary Godzilla franchise? Hmm. Um, Batra. Okay. I could see that one. What about a prequel? To where all the Godzillas and Kongs fought in the Hollow Earth. That'd be cool, but I feel like we'd be seeing the kind of the same, same stick. Yeah, I guess my thing is is like, is this like is the Godzilla we have now like was he alive when they all fought, or was he like a baby kind of like Kong and just like survived? Oh, uh, they said he. Uh was feeding off or uh, he went to depths because the radiation on earth was like diminishing or mm. going to like surface level until so we had to come up, come up with nukes yeah interesting um, I would kind of like Mega Gearus but honestly, the way this Godzilla fights, he would fuck that thing up so quick. <laughs> it literally wouldn't do anything with him. Oh, what about a Godzilla and Friends movie? What about a Monster Island movie? Like, not necessarily happy, 
I'm just saying like, what if they just have like a monster Island film where it's almost like a, like a net geo type of thing. So I don't know, man, I, I'm trying to come up with something that's different, but this is also why I don't want them to make any more movies. Um, they could do like Space Godzilla and Gigan come, because then they could do Godzilla and Gears and Mothra coming in, and Rodan to maybe help out and die. And Rodan, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to see that one, or Godzilla versus Destroyer. To me, are, it seems like Destroy is like the most logical like way to go. So if they Jag- make Jet Jaguar, no oh, Jesus. Uh, you know what? He's a pretty cool character. Whatever. Jet he, Jaguar. He's not bad. Don't they fight before he helps them all the time? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens, right? Like they fight and then they're best friends forever. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, they could make like a darker film with uh, Hedora, the smog monster. In what ways? Uh, well, the monster is pretty dark looking as it is too, like just like a horror film type of monster. Yeah, well, like he could be plaguing the land, and then him and Godzilla and Mothra going. Fuck up Hedora. Yeah. Because <clears throat> in the original film, it was about like he'll be like flying over and it's just like spraying smog that like kills people instantly. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it could be like a darker film. Right. They can make Hedora like really, really horrific and in the scenes and way they film the people dying from his smog. And obviously, you'd have the typical Godzilla scenes when he comes up and murders the damn thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just, the thing is, like Hedorah's kind of there with like Mega Gears. Like, I don't see them putting up a fight against this current Godzilla we have. The way he fights and shit. Like, I don't know what else they could do. In fact, I think it has to be Destroya or Space Godzilla. Like, even Gigan, I don't think would do enough to him. Well, they could beef up Gigan too. Yeah, they could, of course. It's not like they have to transfer it and, you know, make him the exact same as he was. Um, right now, I really like the idea of Space Godzilla and Gigan, and then the other monsters helping Godzilla out. That'd be dope. Because Space Godzilla is an- uh, alien races too, though, controlling him, right? Or making him or something? Like, Space uh, Godzilla didn't just show up. Like, wasn't he controlled by space people? Like aliens? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I'd have to watch that again. I don't know if I want to, though. Sad movie. Is it? Yeah, he's like taking all Godzilla's kin. Is he? Putting them in like crystals. He is? Mm Mm-hmm. If I remember right. I thought Godzilla Godzilla Jr. was the only one that was alive. Mm, No, because he has like, like one... Space God or one Godzilla, like baby Godzilla, in uh, like the giant crystal at the end, and it's dead. 
No, he's like frozen in time. I think he's like transferring him over to. Jeez, uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. I haven't seen that in fucking like 15 years. So, um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much what I would agree. You know, agree with you on everything when it comes to the potential future of this franchise. Um, before we wrap it up, do you have anything else to add to this? I think we pretty much covered literally everything. <laughs> yeah. Good movie. I need to see it in theaters to I truly rec- probably appreciate it. I do recommend it. Yeah. I, the theaters are what made me realize like what the visuals are just mind blowing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, thank you for being on the show as always. Uh, this is the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And please be sure to go out there and watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. And if you don't want to pay for it, you can watch it on HBO Max, I believe, until April 31st. So thank you guys and have a good day. Bye. Bye.